Greetings and well met. People of the world, it is a lovely Sunday, May 10th, 3.48 p.m. Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mothers. This is your day. Happy Mother's Day. And I am currently on my way to my parents' house with my daughter to wish my mom a happy Mother's Day and to have some time with my daughter. And then Ashton gets some time to herself. Some me time, alone time, if you will. And I am on the way in enjoying a cool, crisp, orange vanilla Coke. Ah, that's good. Now... A while ago, I want to say about a year ago, I had an episode where I was coming back from my grandparents drinking a cream soda. Same disclaimer applies here, where if I'm having long pauses, that's because I am enjoying my orange vanilla Coke. Now, here's one thing I'm going to say. Orange vanilla Coke kind of mumbled that orange vanilla coke is amazing i i'm not a pop drinker on the regular i'll have it for special occasions you know different like if it's someone's birthday party and they have pop i'll grab a pop if it's the super bowl and there's a pop there i'll grab a pop but i'm not going to stash my fridge with it all the time i stash my fridge with orange juice and milk At the Harrison house, we drink first and foremost water. Ashton and I both have our own water bottles that we refill on the regular. Drink a lot of orange juice and a lot of milk. And a cup of coffee every day, every other day. But pop is usually not to be found in the Harrison residence. But my wife and I both, and this is is something that is truly beautiful. My wife and I both deeply deeply enjoy orange vanilla coke now this is strange because there are many things in terms of beverages where my wife and i do not agree you know to give a couple quick examples she really enjoys ginger beer i do not i really enjoy root beer she does not but when it comes to orange vanilla coke we are united And if you are out there and you have not tried Orange Vanilla Coke, you owe it to yourself to go find one. I believe it's just a regular flavor now. It's not like limited edition anymore. You owe it to yourself to give it a shot. Not sponsored by Coke. I wish I was. I'm not. But even if you aren't a huge fan of Coca-Cola... I think you may enjoy orange vanilla Coke. I don't know. There's something about it. And I enjoy Coca-Cola. You know, like I said, if someone's got a Coke and I'm at a party or something, I will drink the Coke. Absolutely. But I'm not like those raving Coke Pepsi lunatics that it's their religion. You know, Diet Coke is their savior. Or Wild Cherry Pepsi is the second coming of Jesus. No, I'm, I'm not one of those types. But go try an orange vanilla Coke. And, you know, all this talk about orange vanilla Coke, I, I need to... Hmm. 
That's good. That's so good. Now, let's talk about Hearthstone. Now, you see, not a lot has been happening in the world of Hearthstone lately. Not a lot of news. We're kind of at the downtime here where Team 5, they've come out with the expansion, and it was the craziest expansion and the whole New Year launch and the new class and the ranked overhaul and uh, some Battlegrounds changes. They really just hit the ground running for the year of the Phoenix. And so... It's all good that there hasn't been a lot of news. I'm not upset in any way. Um, I do think there's probably going to be some news soon because we haven't had solo adventure content yet for Ashes of Outland, where Illidan is faced against Mechadraxxus and his army or whatever it is. I'm not sure. But usually you see those solo adventures about a month after the expansion has come out, and the expansion came out April 7th. So we're now over a month since the expansion has released. So I would imagine sometime this week we're going to hear something about solo adventure content. They did also say that we're going to have Battleground stuff mid-expansion. So I would say in about a month we'll get a new deal for Battlegrounds. I think that we're probably going to have the solo adventure quite soon. And then, yeah, a month after that there'll be Battlegrounds. And then a month after that then they can reveal the next expansion and start spoiling cards. And they also said that there's going to be another mid-expansion event as well coming up. So there's a lot of things that are in the pipeline coming up. So, But as of right now, no news. And so I wanted to take this time just to talk about just kind of a bunch of random stuff. You know, the good old just random talk stuff show. First of all, I've been grinding up on the ladder lately, not intentionally, but just by sheer playing and enjoying the game. Currently, um, rank two, diamond, or diamond two, I gotta get used to the new system. I'm diamond two on standard and I'm diamond two on wild, which is weird, I never play wild. I started wild this month at bronze 10, which is as low as you can go. I had a five star multiplier, which is not very good. You know, in standard I get the 10 star multiplier so I can get back up to diamond five. So I think my bonus, it only brought me to like platinum 10 or something. It was something like that, or gold 5. I didn't get very far with my star bonus. But I'm a sucker for odd decks with Baku the Moon Eater. And so I just threw Baku in a Demon Hunter deck and I clicked auto-complete. And my gosh, it made a force of a deck. I think I went, it was... um, I know for sure I won, it was like 20 games in a row. And then I lost one, and then I won like another 10. And I got up to Diamond 5 from Bronze 10 in, it was like three and a half, four hours? I don't even know if it was that long, honestly. Um, also, my daughter has found the uh, corner of her uh, car seat. And the noise that it makes when she pushes her passy against it. Maybe some fun noises in the background here. So anyway, Wild's fine. Um, Odd Demon Hunter is basically a cheat deck. There are so many games where there's just... I absolutely steamrolled them and I won by turn four. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous deck. I don't feel like I'm really accomplishing anything playing it. Um, But I don't know. It's... I don't really ever play aggro. And so it's been kind of fun in that sense to play an aggro deck. Um, But I don't know. Maybe I'll get Legend and Wild. Who knows? Um, But at this point with Demon Hunter, 
I've been playing a lot of Demon Hunter. I am up to 420 some, it's like 421 ranked wins. So I am less than 80 away from that golden Illidan portrait. And then I gotta get another 500 to get that 1,000 ranked win. I'm gonna definitely slow down when I hit 500. But I've really been enjoying Demon Hunter, and like I've said in the past, I play a lot of Highlander decks. A lot of decks that just have one-ofs of each card. Now, Demon Hunter doesn't have a class-specific card that is, its effect is, you know, built off of the no duplicates. But just having Zephyrus the Great and Dragon Queen Alexstrasza, it's enough because the rest of the Demon Hunter cards are crazy good. They're incredible. Um, you know, Reddit and the online forums would have you to believe that Demon Hunter is overpowered. I don't think it's any more overpowered than any strong decks have been in the past. You know, grinding up my 420 wins, I have lost plenty of games. Plenty of games. If you're to assume that I got a 50% win rate, which if I was to guess, again, I don't run stats, I only play on my iPad. Um, I was to guess I probably have like a 55% win rate with Demon Hunter. So I don't win every game. Um, some hard matchups, at least for the version that I run, the Highlander version that I run in Standard. Um, Warrior's pretty hard. Hunter absolutely destroys me, any version of Hunter, honestly. I just don't have enough heal. But it's interesting in... I have found that the decks that I lose to, I really lose to. And the decks that I can win and beat, I, I destroy them. So there's probably something going on there with balance. I'm glad that Team 5 hasn't done much since their first initial wave of nerfs. Because I, I think we just need more cards. I think we just need to see another set, another expansion come out, some more Demon Hunter stuff, give the classes some other things, and kind of see where we're at. Because it's not like that first week where Demon Hunter was, you know, hitting 65-70% win rates against other classes. It's not that anymore. Um, and I'm, I'm really enjoying the class. So one thing that I found that stayed true is the outcast mechanic is amazing. You know, I, I've been dabbling back and forth on the rink ladder with... Excuse me. I just had some lunch, and I'm drinking pop, and that's not a good mixture. Excuse me for that burp. I've been dabbling in Highlander Priest, Highlander Mage, and then Highlander Rogue. Those three decks are incredibly fun. And they all play a little bit different. You know, the Priest one is about stealing your opponent's stuff and really dragging the game out. So if you want a long control game, go with a Highlander Priest. The Highlander Rogue is it's, um, it's also kind of a control deck in a sense, but it can also really be sort of mid-rangey as well. And it counters aggro very well and um, can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with some control decks. And then Highlander Mage is very much a control deck. Uh, a lot of big game minions at the end there. You got Calicos, uh, I run Siamat. You got the amazing Reno, the 10-mana hero card. And they have this very unique feel to them. But I find myself when I'm playing those decks that I'm, I'm missing the Highlander Demon Hunter experience. And I know it's probably because Demon Hunter is still new, it's still fresh, but I've played nearly a thousand games with the class in a month. That's a lot of games. And at that point, the honeymoon period would kind of be over. But I find that the outcast mechanic 
it just constantly intrigues me and I am so interested to see where they take the outcast mechanic in the future. It could be as simple as, you know, outcast, gain the death rattle of this. Outcast, shuffle this into your deck. Outcast, do whatever. Just the idea and the whole kind of hand management, like I've said in past episodes, of trying to move cards to the left, um, or even if they're stuck in the middle, maybe try to play all your ones to the right so you can get it all the way to the right. Kind of this back and forth, back and forth with hand management. It's, it's incredibly fun, and I deeply enjoy it. And I'm really excited to get 500 wins with Demon Hunter. I say I'm probably going to stop and slow down once I hit 500. That's probably not totally true. I'm probably going to get Golden Illidan, and then I'm going to be like, let's go. Let, let's just keep going. So let me take some more soda here. Oh, every sip is like the first sip, you guys. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not just saying that. I'm experiencing that. So you got to take my word for it. And so all in all, I think Demon Hunter, in my eyes, is a complete success. 100% success. It has invigorated my enjoyment of Hearthstone. And it's interesting in that now that there's a 10th class and there's another one that I really enjoy... You know, every time a new expansion comes out, I don't play all the archetypes for every class because I don't really enjoy every class. I don't play a lot of warrior. I don't play a lot of druid. Uh, I usually don't play a lot of rogue. I just happened to recently because I really love the Highlander Galakron stuff going on. It's a lot of fun. But so I'm, I usually tie myself down to mage, warlock, and priest. I'm, and you know, I'll throw some rogue and shaman in there like occasionally. Hunter, I don't, I don't play a lot of Hunter, you know, and so having this next class that I really enjoy playing, for me, it lengthens the enjoyment of an expansion cycle, because usually at this point, I would have tried, you know, almost all of the archetypes that I would want to have tried, and then now I'd start to get creative and just have fun with things, um, but because Demon Hunter's new, I've mainly been playing Demon Hunter this whole time. And so a month into an expansion being out, I've barely even touched the other classes that I want to play. And there's a lot of things that I'm looking forward to playing in those classes. It's just I'm having too much fun with Demon Hunter. And so I'm re I really love that that's what this new class has done, at least for me in this first expansion cycle, is it's given me this time where I'm not going to have these long lulls where I don't know what to play. I feel like I've played everything. Because I haven't. I haven't played every Priest deck I want to play. I haven't played every Mage deck I want to play. Um, and so that's really exciting to me. And I know that will change, you know, as the other expansions go on, uh, come out and whatnot. But just having another class in there of archetypes to try from each expansion will lengthen, for me personally, my enjoyment of each expansion. And so for that, I'm excited. Um, and, you know, one more random, random thing I wanted to talk about was a different card game that has come out. You know, this isn't exactly Hearthstone related, but I think it is, um, I think it's a good idea to play other card games, first and foremost. You get an idea for what you like about a certain game and what you might not like about it, based on playing other ones. And so, anyway, to cut to the chase, I've been playing Legends of Runeterra, which is a new card game by Riot. Riot is the maker of League of Legends. League of Legends is a game that even non-gamers have heard. Um, one of the biggest games in eSport history. It's still huge today, if, it's, if not the biggest eSport video game on the planet. 
And so anyway, I couldn't help myself but try Legends of Runeterra. And it's a good game. I do enjoy it. I, you know, I bought their starter bundle. I bought a couple cosmetics just to support them. The polish is really good. It plays very well on iPad and it plays considerably well, like surprisingly well on my phone. And so I couldn't help but, you know, throw the developers a dime. It wasn't a dime. I threw them like 30 bucks in cosmetics. But the game very much is a mixture of Hearthstone and Magic. And I'm not going to talk about, you know, how you play the game and that sort of a thing. But there are a handful of things that I found in playing it that I really like, that I would love Hearthstone to implement. Um, first of all, a lot of people are going wild on the Reddit forums about how Legends of Runeterra is so free-to-play friendly. You know, there isn't card packs like in Hearthstone. You just unlock cards as you play, which is cool, but I actually don't like that. I, I don't know. I've always loved the feel of opening a pack, and I am a sucker for randomness. I love it when I don't get what I want from a card pack because then I might get it from the next one. I like that rush. And so Legends of Runeterra doesn't give me that. Although it is cool that I have almost every card in the game already. So so that's, I guess, one thing I don't like about Legends of Runeterra. But uh, the main thing that I do love about it is in the middle of a game, you can tap on a card and then there's a little eye icon and you can click on it and it will expand to the entirety of your screen the art of that card because you know just like in Hearthstone what you see on the card is just a glimpse of the art that was created to make that card and you know if you know I love looking up Hearthstone art online I own all of the Hearthstone art books that have come out so far the art always goes way beyond the template of the card itself and I love that in Legends of Runeterra you can tap the card and then expand the art just mid-game doesn't matter if it's your turn, opponent's turn, doesn't matter what's happening. And it's so snappy. It's so incredibly snappy. It never lags. The art just pops up and then you just tap and then you're right out and you're back in the battlefield. And I love that. I don't know how Hearthstone would implement that, but that honestly is probably like dumb, but that is my favorite thing of Legends of Runeterra. I find myself mid-game just looking at the art. I'm not even an artsy person. I don't like to draw. I don't really paint or do anything like that. But I found that I really do have an appreciation for people that are really good at art in terms of drawing and digital painting and that sort of a thing. So Legends of Runeterra is really fun. Uh, it's kind of filled the void that Elder Scrolls Legends had left for me. Um, I used to play Elder Scrolls Legends and then Bethesda killed it. They, they put it in a maintenance mode. They said, we're not making any more cards. We're not going to make any more content for this game we'll keep the servers up and enjoy playing with what you got because that's all that you got and so i've moved on from elder scrolls legends rip it was a fun game um, but legends of runeterra has so much more behind it than elder scrolls legends did and i think runeterra is going to be a good kind of filler slot for what elder scrolls legends used to be rip elder scrolls legends so we've reached this point where i must tell you about the best time of day best time of day do you do you think you have an answer for what the best time of day is i bet you don't but I, i'm gonna tell you the answer is the best time of day is 6 30 
6.30, hands down.